0: Is this thing on? All right, let's get this on the road. Okay. Knock, knock. <laughs> Can't
1: believe I missed this. Who's there?
0: Abby. Abby who? Abby New Year, everyone. <laughs> oh, I hate myself for that one. <laughs> That's so bad. But it's the worst.
1: It's the uh, worst one yet, no doubt. It is for, for real, but... Uh... We're coming back with a bang. What a way to, you know, ring in the new year. Uh, that joke, man. It really did it. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize for that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Podcast number 17, Woo! 2022. That was says a. What? A beardless man. Yeah. I was telling
1: Doug, I wonder if he'll be talking more because there's less to weigh down his jaw. That's...
0: Right? You never know. Seems to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa.
1: (laughs) Way to steal my joke and throw it right back at me.
0: (laughs) Uh, What is going on? It has been, seems like forever since uh, we've been yapping. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, In fact, even over the holidays, you didn't even uh, harass me that much at all. Yeah. So this is uh, this will be good. This will be our catch up podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We did. Uh, we did. We took a hiatus. We were working probably right and vacationing and all the things that you do around the holidays. What about you? What uh, What did it look like? Well, first of all, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking a lovely. I'm not a big flavored coffee guy. Yeah. But in this case, I went to the Little Red Roaster. And I picked up some Bavarian chocolate. That sounds now, good. it is actually really good. The chocolate like, don't don't think chocolate milk. It's just a very hint, hint of, of chocolate. But uh, no, very good. Very good stuff. Hmm. The Little Red Roaster. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, your neighborhood coffee shop, it says in the bag. And mm. it's 100% biodegradable, compostable bag. I like that. That's very important. <laughs> anyway, freshly ground. Good, good stuff. how about you?
1: Well, let's say this first. I want you to admit to something that you started doing with your coffee. It's instead of just the normal espresso oh.
0: so part of my mm-hmm. uh excitement over the holidays was I got a a few different gadgets I got like uh i guess you know you know what a chemex is mm-hmm. The glass uh, thing. Oh and, yeah, uh, I got I got kind of a knockoff Chemex, kind of. not the not the main brand one.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: got another thing, but I ended up ninety five percent of my coffee now is just simple pour over in the cone. Yep, single serve coffees, and it's fantastic. We call it a V sixty, and it's a you call cone. It? Well, don't, we don't call it that, but someone does. Mine is a <clears> little <throat> little Melita cone, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, it's beautiful. So. So I should say too that I have been weaning myself off my espresso mm. due to uh my stomach rebelling against me. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I'm drinking uh good coffee in the morning. Mm. It's fantastic. Well that's so, good. Yeah. That's, about, definitely... how, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: this is a. it's just Allegro. It's a uh, another just a, sort of Amazon special it's a uh, more of a thing of laziness than anything else, but it's good. It's like a medium roast, maybe medium dark roast, which I know that's kind of sacrilegious in like the real coffee snob world, but I like the darker and the medium roast. I like my coffee to be dark and taste dark.
0: Does and anybody it's... like a light roast?
1: Oh dude, that's the future of coffee. All the coffee shops that roast mm-hmm. their own beans, I feel like they're all light and medium roast um uh...
2: hmm.
1: yuck. Hmm. yuck yuck but. So go ahead. Well, I was just gonna gonna say that go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, please, go ahead.
0: No, no, you first.
1: Okay, I'll just say it. Not to preclude ourselves from any uh, future coffee sponsorship sponsorships here, but uh, that's right. Yeah, no, we're still open to trying things. If you if you if you're a coffee roaster and you think you've got something worth uh,
0: giving a shot. Send it to us. There you go. That's a good plug.
2: Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll drink uh, fancy coffees from around the world. Yeah. Since we're global. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Silly internet. But uh, yeah, I'm hot as a blazes. One sec. I got to take off my new Whee! coffee and carving. Man, I knew
1: you were looking good for some reason.
0: Zip up hoodie. I like it, actually. Man.
1: Yeah. I like that design on there. You got the exactly. blue one. That's an interesting choice. I've not seen that one yet.
0: Uh, and I'm not even a fan of blue. I I have very little blue in my life, but uh mm. yeah, it was either that or red, so I went, blue. I went with the blue. But look at the back of that thing. Yeah, that it's is sweet. That's Come a logo. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, Nicely done. Joshy Josh.
0: If I can uh, I'll butt in right right off the bat on that subject though yeah if you were so inclined to uh, pick up our shirts or our merch, please do so using the uh, link that we will provide in the description because uh, I got ripped off over the holidays. What do you mean? I got my uh, my shirts were being sold by another company like my my uh, little my logo with the uh, camp. Carb and uh, coffee, okay. Uh, written on it, and uh, yeah, someone stole it and they were selling it. We got a couple of emails really early on December mm. that uh, someone asked if uh, I condone these shirts or if they where where to get those shirts because some guy was showing his on Facebook or something. Yeah, and then uh, he pro- provided a link, and it wasn't my company. What that I make shirts with? Yeah, was it a newer shirt design or it was actually last summer's design it was the woody character which is now basically me yeah. and it said uh camp carve coffee on the down the side and uh yeah so i i got uh i got cloned and ripped off so that was disappointing especially you know i feel i feel the worst for the guy who bought it I was so happy that uh, he got a shirt and then uh, to find out that he bought a a bootleg shirt yeah what a disappointment so I, But on the the same note, I uh, contacted the company and uh, proved that it was mine and uh, they immediately deleted it. So it's not like a a, a small company that they did, Yeah. the the work was submitted and they made them for them. So, right. That's good. But yeah, that's just a good, uh, a good public service reminder to uh, please buy through the links provided, not, uh, not other
1: than right. Don't go searching coffee and carving on Google and find some Joe Schmo who's, you know,
0: yeah. panning off because his, uh, uh,
1: works as ours.
0: Yeah, as wonderful as the internet is, I have been ripped off in just about every area of life by this at this point, <laughs> right. whether it be uh, uh, carvings or complete videos and I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's wild. man. Somebody posted something on Instagram the other day. I mean, this isn't the same thing, right? Nobody stole anything from me except for my intellectual property, which still got me kind of going. This is big. I don't know, 36,000 followers on this uh, wood carving page. And then this guy just posts everyone else's work doesn't tag them until they holler at him. And so Mm. I had to holler at him and be like, Hey, take this down or tag me in it. It was just, is uh,
0: that the the one I sent to you?
1: No, there's another one. And uh, thankfully another guy came in and said, uh, you know, Hey, you you did this uh you know this is not your work you didn't do this so anyway long story short people like to people like to take credit for things that aren't theirs
0: yeah no i'm all for those uh sharing sites as long as you're uh, you're tagged and uh yeah. you know highlighted but uh yeah a lot that happens a lot that people just take pictures and wood carving and no credit given so mm-hmm. but what's worse than that are like my whole video library is in China, making money for somebody. I found that the other day too. Oof. That's sad. Yeah. But anyway, let's stay uh, stay positive. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the new year. <laughs> Woo hoo! Uh, what we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. No. Let's. Uh, what have you been up to? Let's start with uh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We we uh, we. It's funny because when I. When we signed off last time, I thought we were only a week before Christmas, but we were actually two weeks before Christmas. So mm-hmm. we had a we had a bigger break than I uh, anticipated or thought out properly, yeah. I guess you'd say. Right. But so, yeah, we had a, some time before Christmas and uh, a little bit after. So I'm sure we've got lots to lots to talk about. So go for it. What what is your let's just hit Christmas right off. What's your Christmas ritual or what did you do this year?
1: Well, it kind of changes, but usually there's, uh, the obligatory family stuff. Right. And that's, uh, usually, you know, my parents' house. And so this year it was at my parents' house, the, uh, the new year's Eve thing was at least. And then, uh, from there we took my grandma, which I wanted to say, firstly, I sound like this because, yeah, um, good point. I have a cold, so <clears throat> excuse me, but, uh, it's all good. I don't, it's, I got tested for COVID and it's came back negative. I know that the new tests or that the new variant is not uh, as detectable using the uh, the tests that we have, but regardless, I'm quarantining, staying at home. I've been home for the past few days. Um, and yeah, so then we just went to uh, from my parents to my girlfriend's church where her dad is the pastor and so I was a fill-in photographer, <laughs> which is uh, hilarious. I wore a black, uh, you know, I wore like all black and, and shoes. And I called my friend cause I was nervous. Apparently their photographer was unable to show up. I think there was a death in the family Ooh. and they, they said, you know, basically talking to Annalise, would, would your boyfriend be interested in taking photos? She said, maybe, I don't know. And so they had me take the photos, but, the best part was I called a friend and I said, you know, what do you think I should, you know, any advice you want to give for this sort of thing? And he said, oh yeah, no, definitely don't hesitate to get up in people's faces. Don't hesitate to, to move around the room to get the shot. People won't notice you. People don't care. And so the, so I went and I, I, I really did. I used my zoom lens. I got right up in people's faces and just about every single time I held the camera up to a person's face, zoomed in tightly, uh, and press the shutter they just look over at me like deer in the headlights like, what was that and so almost every photo I got of people up close was of uh of them looking like that so so Ben's advice or excuse me someone's advice was uh I was probably doing it wrong right like I should have had the shutters off and I couldn't figure out how to turn it off in the mode that I was using and anyway not a photographer so, okay you're not a photographer so do you have much camera experience well, I mean, I've been taking videos of myself and pictures of flowers since I was 10 years old, right? I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a photographer when I was, I don't know, yeah, around that age, 11 or so. And so I uh, saved up my money and bought myself a camera at Costco for $400. And then I'd just go around taking pictures of bugs and flowers and plants and macro shots and I'd sit in the weeds waiting for a, a great blue heron to fly into the pond in the front yard because we grew up on 10 acres and so yeah, I thought I was going to
0: be a, a, a nature photographer. So, well, because this is what I know about photography, and I'm imagining—I don't know if I'm speaking for you—but Christmas Eve services, candlelight, low light. Oh yeah, perhaps not yeah. Uh, not bright lit up. And that was the thing so, that made it tough. Is
1: yeah, what the, the, what I did learn is this: the Tamron uh, was a 35 to 55, I believe no 28 to 55 is not uh it's an awesome lens but it's not the best in low light i had a 20 millimeter sony lens f uh, 1.8 and that was a beast having that lower aperture um it was excellent so all those tight shots you know they worked out pretty well but the ones that looked really nice and clear and the ones they ended up using most of were uh these larger wider shots from that native sony lens so there's your
0: (laughs) nerd there's your uh well lens nerd stuff. Your lens nerd stuff. Well, I I, I say that because I have a very expensive camera and I am so stupid I couldn't take a decent picture in low light to save my save it to save my life. The uh I remember one time I was up at uh, the Sean James's cabin and yep. uh, he taught me how to take pictures of the stars. Like I have a Canon PD, oh, cool. which is a decent camera, and he he taught me how to take the moon and the stars and had silhouettes at night of the trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I basically had to reset my camera to factory settings just to get back to, to yeah. auto. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> well, and I couldn't do it again. Yeah. Like, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't have that learning ability that, uh, I mean, if I practice makes perfect, but, uh, yep. I always just take video. So it's yep. like, uh, That's exactly pictures it. are a secondary thing. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it's, it's totally, for me, it was the same way. Like I just could not get the three, you know, like, you know, there's, uh, your f-stop, your shutter speed, um, your f-stop is also aperture, and then your um, uh, uh, like your artificial light, which I'm ISO. Uh, and so the, I would always get those three messed up, or forget one, or not know what it did. And I still am by no means an expert in it, but I'm learning about it. So. I can at least get my way around a camera halfway decent. But no, for this, I was totally in auto mode the whole time because it was so dark and I wasn't about to try and mess with all those settings. So you passed, you got some decent pictures? Yeah, they had one picture yeah. in mind and they, they needed me to be up on stage from the back with the pastor and his wife, you know, looking out into the crowd with the little candles that were lit up, you know, as they do with the Christmas Eve yeah. service. And I think I got it.
2: So Nice.
1: It was funny Good. that right as I was standing up there looking into the crowd, this uh, balcony, because it was a big church, I mean, this balcony was uh, decorated with uh, uh, these Christmas lights and one of those strands all the way around this half of the building went out right as I was about to take the picture. And I mean, right, as I was about to take the picture. <laughs> Cal, Cal was like, we need, we need somebody to get to those lights if that's, if that's possible. We thank you so much. And then <laughs> Chris, we didn't get him back on. So I'd like... Take pictures from the right from angle. The angle. So yeah. You couldn't
0: yeah. tell that these lights are out. Figures.
1: Huh.
0: Well, right. I uh, had a very quiet, quiet Christmas. Yeah. The, uh, You know, the, well, again, we're right in the heart of COVID yeah. business again. It's just going crazy here again. And we just entered, yeah. well, I don't know, phase two again. So we're down to like maximum five people together and everything restaurants are shut and, but anyway yeah. but uh so my parents are a little bit older obviously and uh we just I brought them a we brought them a meal yeah. but we didn't stay because uh yeah they have uh concerns and yeah you don't want to don't want to kill your parents on christmas oh my and gosh. then uh I went to uh my son's house he hosted christmas this year and it was great we uh, my daughter brought a uh, wood-fired pizza oven So very non-traditional, but fantastic pizza party Christmas. Nice. So my grandkids and my kids and uh, everybody made their own little pizzas and put them in this little pizza oven. And boy, I tell you, I want one. Now I really want one, but I don't really want one. Mm. To me, it's it's so fun, but it's just one of those things that becomes an event. You just don't come home from work and say i'm gonna make a pizza you know it's an event it's like smoking a smoking a roast or whatever or or a wood-fired sauna like everything it's there's so much prep time and stuff so i know i want one but i really don't want one but i want my daughter i think i just want my daughter to invite me over for pizza parties more often maybe (laughs) there you go bailey i like it over Still, never listen to this, <laughs>
1: and me too. <laughs> while you're a, at it, invite Alec over too. Yeah,
0: yeah, or not. I'll take some pizza, but I uh, but that was fun, very non traditional. Like, I'm over turkey, I don't, I don't need to have a big turkey or ham. I think a little wood fired pizza hit the spot perfect. Of course, like, Sophie had to go overboard making all her Christmas goodies and stuff, and yep. I always tell her not to, but she does anyway. And, uh, I'll, I'll be eating them into to June. But anyway, but that was uh, that was basically Christmas. We don't uh, like I said, most of the, the family had to stay away from each other and uh, just my immediate family. And it was nice. Really yeah. nice. But, so, yeah. But what about news, is-
1: uh, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, what did you do? Uh, what did New Year's look like for you?
0: oh very uh very small went to my brother's house mm-hmm. it was it was kind of fun we uh we dug up photo albums which I probably haven't seen in decades wow yeah he had, he had old photos and uh yeah we looked at uh old photos i'm the uh I'm the baby of four boys yeah and we grew up in the you know on the edge of town a little hobby farm and uh always fishing and playing in the bush and stuff so there's lots of fun different pictures and stuff and my old neighbors and stuff so that yeah, was good good time but that was it i was uh i think we stayed there when they have a hot tub so we were up in a hot tub but yeah one thirty or so in the morning i told my wife i said i'm done I'm going home <laughs> and uh they were they were good to go all night i'm like nap i still have to get up in the morning so yeah that was it how about you well
1: <clears throat> for me it was uh Visiting my, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, the girlfriend's, uh, f- uh friends are over in uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. So I went there and, um, we stayed actually with some friends of mine who, uh, are, uh, shout out to, uh, Brad and Anna wall, uh, wall woodworking. Um, another fun fact about them in a little bit, but anyway, I stayed with them, showed me the projects he was working on and, uh, making a really cool desk. And, uh, uh, out of Walnut, he did this cool uh, drawer pull where instead of having a little uh, a, a, something that sticks out to grab onto, it just has a cutout, you know, familiar with something like Ikea would do this where there'd be like yeah.
0: a European. Know, yeah.
1: Yeah. yep. And so the edges, instead of having like a, a wood ed band, uh, edge banding, he he charred or used it like, a, I think it was a black paint to create this uh, black border along the wood and it, it actually looked really sweet. So I uh, so hung out with him for a night and uh Annalise, my girlfriend, got to meet Anna. So that was confusing. Leia and Annalise, the German names, mm-hmm. uh, got confusing, but then went to visit uh Annalise's friend Emily and we went to Mall of America. And that was uh an utter nightmare for me because I hate walking in malls and that's the biggest mall of all time, apparently. So, really, oh. There there literally is an amusement park with like a roller coaster and all these full-sized amusement park rides. It's huge. Wow. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That sound like a nightmare. So walked around there. It's probably where I got my sickness from hanging around all those people, those yeah. crowds. And uh anyway, uh long story short, uh spent some time with her friends, and uh, you know, it's always a little bit harrowing when you meet new people and you're especially when there's a weight of uh you know hope that everyone gets along kind of a thing you know the girlfriend wants you to get along with her friends and sure enough it was super fun they were very kindred spirits and uh, we made silly jokes and bounced uh, balloons off the wall and made weird games up and just messed around the whole two days and then uh, I got sick and uh, we drove home and (laughs) the rest is history so oh, I visited another friend uh while we were there uh, Franklin drum company a co-owner along with uh Stephen Curtis Chapman the uh, Christian singer songwriter um, he uh, his son Will and uh, my buddy uh, Tim King uh, co-owners along with one other person of this uh drum company so visited them
0: that was drum, so like music drums yeah yeah oh and what what was they what what were they called uh, for some reason, it just escaped me. I just said
1: it, and now it's escaping me. Uh, it'll right. come to me in a second. If not, I'll just check Instagram. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was good. They, be used to be called, yeah, they used to be called Risen, and for some reason, now that's stuck in my head, the visual. Um, oh, and I had it again. Franklin Drum Company. That's right. Yeah, Franklin Drum Company. So they're blowing up now, they're really well.
0: What are the... Uh the shells made of are they still wood or are they a, are they laminated or is well, it
1: uh yeah no these are these are the high-end ones so they're yeah, done with uh, yeah they're done with uh, a combination of they are laminate but they're intentionally done so for sound right so there's uh they have you know maybe black walnut around the outside and then birch to soften the sound mm-hmm. make it warmer and then another band of birch on the or uh, walnut on the inside or whatever fill in your whatever yeah. hardwood birch or maple nice. or, so mahogany that would actually
0: be fun yeah it was not, actually. That a, not that you have to have any knowledge of drums but uh yeah yeah i've never seen anything like that right so no Annalise was nice
1: enough to let me uh peruse this factory for for quite a while just walking around nerding out finding
0: out how this is all done so it's yeah, cool oh. wow what it uh well, what, have we been, what have we been up to anyway you know I think on the last podcast I talked about uh oh, oh Christmas presents did you get anything any fun uh, Christmas presents I got this shirt so I'm showing it off
1: there you go yeah I like it it's a it's a nice shirt it's like got this corduroy thing on the inside and what else did I get uh, I got a battery pack for a camping which is nice I like it a lot sort of like plug in stuff too but I burned it out when I was trying to show it off to Doug I called him and showed him and well, that's right. Yeah, I blew it up I'm trying to plug a drill into it. It was just a little bit too powerful for it.
0: Did you return it? I haven't yet. It's sitting in a box over here. But <laughs> well, I bring up uh, Christmas presents because I think the last podcast I talked about some of the things that were coming my way. Mm-hmm. One of which was the light phone, which was my Christmas present. Oh, yeah. I was going to go one year with my dumb phone. Yep, and that lasted. About a day and a half. Mm. (laughs) The light phone, I was uh, very excited. What are you you showing me there? A nice bug on your tissue? A stink bug was on my tissue. Like came out of your nose? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the light phone came and I was all excited. Loaded all my contacts in, did all the the stuff online that I had to do and uh, was texting everybody I knew. And I was all excited, but then it would ring. Somebody would call me. I'd answer, and the phone, the the call would drop. What? So then I then I call them back, and they'd answer, and the call would drop. Sure. And this went on for like a day and a half. And I'm like, well, obviously it's not people being out of reach or whatever. There's something uh... anyway. So I did my research, and it's a common issue in Canada with some of our uh, cellu- cellular providers that
1: uh they don't all work can you just imagine the inventor of the light phone sitting in bed drifting off to sleep wakes up suddenly canada canada yeah. oh, i forgot canada
0: so uh, i was like you gotta be kidding me I'm, that's not advertised on their website so i went back on and i Joke. sent him a letter sent him a letter and i said uh because they have a no no return policy And I said, well, no no way, you're you're taking this back. And I I sent them a a little email and they wrote back and they said, yes, we've discontinued shipping to Canada. And I'm like, well, since when? Two days ago, because I got one here. So anyway, I sent it back and that's that. So so that was very disappointing. So my one year challenge of the dumb phone is no more. But on another note, I ordered a uh, large stock knife. I have a, a smaller stock knife here behind me. Yeah. So I got the big boy, the big mm. clogger's knife. This thing's like four feet long. Wow. And I was very excited because that was coming. And uh, I got a notification one day at work, and uh, it's been delivered. I'm like, woohoo, fantastic! Come home to. Uh, I was going to wrap it and put it under the tree for myself, and uh, it wasn't there. Yeah. I said, what? It's been delivered. So I went on and then, of course, did all the tracking whatever. Yeah, it was delivered to Virginia, USA. So uh, it sounds like Light
1: Phone and uh, this, this knife company has their wires crossed.
0: So Merry Christmas to me. Uh, this guy, because it comes from Ukraine, and uh, I mean, he was good enough to deal with, but long story short. Either he gave me the wrong cracking number or whatever it is, but uh, our communication back and forth wasn't that great. And uh, Again, refunded my money, yeah. no problem, but uh, no stock knife, no no knife, no phone. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Didn't need anything anyway.
1: So. And the last thing we need is more stuff. Actually, one of the comments oh, no. we got—I won't read it—but he said that he tried to ask for perishables like foods and snacks because the last mm-hmm. thing they, you know, he needs is more stuff to throw in his basement. And uh, he said his, the one physical item he asked for was a particular knife with a brand description of the tool size, you know, all the dimensions and everything. And he said they still just ended up buying him some cheap folding knife on Amazon that he couldn't use. Uh, worth a, you know, that's the worst. Worth anything?
0: so people that uh and it hasn't happened to me for years but i uh, remember back back when i was starting to carve it was like oh you wood carver," and i just see something you know oh that'll carve wood yep. you know yeah. and, uh, junk yeah. so much junk out there so yep yeah but uh as far as uh, i mean the first week too i went off of uh, social media with mm-hmm. the light phone switch you mm-hmm. know i went off social media i actually went right off of instagram yeah. And uh, for I don't know 10 days or whatever. and that was a very nice, nice reprieve, nice break. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime,
2: what was happening?
0: I'm trying to remember the uh, being off off offline, but it was, uh, you know do you ever get phantom rings or notifications or probably oh, yeah. a phone? Totally. You know, they don't stop. Mm-hmm. i I wasn't even carrying yeah. my phone anymore and right. so that's how uh your body is so used to having that phone in your pocket all the time yep no it's true uh, yeah but in that time though i didn't do any carving didn't make any videos or anything and uh it was just nice hmm. nice and i actually really made me think about going forward what i'm going to uh focus more on but uh They'll hmm. come out down the road, but right things aren't. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to do things the same way as I did last year. Yeah. So. Did uh, you get any carving done at all? Oh, I didn't do any carving at first, but I guess after maybe between Christmas and New Year's, I was a carving maniac. Hmm. Did all kinds of different carving. Um, I don't know. No audio sucks, but I, I have a couple things here. But made some uh, goofy wood spirits. I did one. I, I burnt one too. I did the little Alec technique and I burnt one. Cool. And uh, that was fun. And I just made, I just put out a video uh, two days ago. Well, here's a little a little basswood whale. I was trying to work on some kind of a oh, tutorial. That, okay. It's kind of a, a fun little project, but uh, it's not going to be a one knife project. Right. You cannot uh, without the sharp edges or sharp corners, get that tail. You kind of need a gouge to round that tail bottom right so i'm not sure if i can do that or not i like the idea of keeping the tutorials knife only yep but i mean in this case maybe we'll get by but i put out a, a video just yesterday of the uh the hidden like the the hiding wood spirit like the half half face wood spirit yeah that's huge and uh yeah nicely painted I, I it was it was fun it was a fun project and it was kind of cool because not everybody likes their wood spirits painted yeah, but the one guy, one comment I got right away was like, uh, as soon as I saw you getting out the paint, I cringed because I don't like him painted. But he said the end result is fantastic, and oh, I, yeah. I agree. I I like how uh, this this piece this particular piece of bark has a lot of a lot of white on it, so I, I didn't want that dark dark face. I wanted it kind of to blend a little bit with the wood, so right like he's part of it. So Sounds yeah, so good. I was, was, I, was, good I, was uh, I was pleased with that one. But. How about you? You done much?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I did take a little bit of a break. Of course I was out of town for a few days, about a week. Um, but I worked on a green man for a gentleman who actually a lady uh, as a gift for a gentleman. And uh, I won't say who it is because uh, I'm concerned that they might be listening to this podcast, but um Anyway, that being said, yeah, a friend of a friend commissioned a piece, and they were in from out of town. <laughs> I'm trying to be careful here, yeah, said softly because I found out recently. Recently, he might be a listener. So anyway, so did that. Green man's coming your way, bud. Whoever you are, and yep. uh, who knows when, who knows from who, but one of you should be expecting one. And that uh, summarizes basically what I did before Christmas. It was just that and uh, buttoning up uh, some stuff for the school. And, um, but yeah, I, I did some, uh, carving, uh, this past week on, uh, and on, uh, actually Christmas Eve of, uh, uh crazy, uh, not crazy horse, um, wild Buffalo bill. Mm-hmm. And that, that I finished up, uh, today, actually I need to put a clear coat on him, but I've just been putzing around with him. And of course it takes longer, as you know, when you're filming a project, to uh, To do it, and so I broke it down into multiple steps. But the video is like three hours
0: of. It's like broke. Oh, I, it's a lot. I confess, I did watch part one on the school. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it was uh Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing part two. Yeah. So, yep, that'll be available on uh, on the
1: school page, and uh, actually now it is. It's already available. So. So I did that the green man. I'm working on another green man today. I found one that i wasn't too happy with on the sh- on a shelf here and i mounted it up to the fixture board and i started carving off all the paint that i did uh, on it from months and months back i don't like how i painted it no, i've never been a great painter on these carvings so i you know, just making that as a as a, a gift for a friend and i'm sure there are other things i'm forgetting
0: i have yet to do a green man i've never done a green man yeah. In fact, oh. I love, and, and I always thought that'd be like one of the first things I'd ever carve because I, I think they're so cool looking, but I've never, yeah. I've never, even, never even tried one.
1: Well, they're really fun to carve, uh, because you can kind of take them any direction you want to, uh, the big downside to it is, and I'm finding with this one is, you know, all the undercutting. So if you got a lot of leaves, you've got to do a lot mm. of stuff underneath the leaf to make it look nice and thin and standing up from the background. And so it's like, whew. So I was getting the Dremel yeah. out today and I absolutely hate, I hate the Dremel, uh, but I, but I am making a YouTube video about it and I'm kind of going with more of a blog format because there's this kid on YouTube, which I guess I'll probably talk about him as somebody I've been listening to. So maybe I'll hold off on that thought, but anyway, so I'm kind of trying a different format for uh, fun, fun little YouTube videos, but, um, yeah. So, but no, it's a pain in the butt with green men can be, uh, but but you know the simpler design makes it more fun actually so that's my advice to people who haven't started carving green men yet and they want to is keep it simple
0: do you ever uh go back and like research your subject matter yeah uh a little bit i i did that especially with uh
1: with some of the native american carvings i was doing like mm-hmm. of uh, lone wolf and
0: um yeah they're you know sitting ball and those yeah I always, I would hate to get caught. Uh, like I, I wouldn't want to carve some meaningful pagan idol or something. <laughs> that's what I thought of with the green man. You never, you don't know what the, uh, the backstory is on the green man. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I can tell you the gist of it. It's
1: basic. And there are different accounts and that's kind of the, the enigma of they call it the enigma of the green man is that he shows up in uh he shows up in Asia minor Um uh, you know, over a thousand years ago, and uh, and then into medieval European architecture, and especially the uh, churches, they start to adopt this uh, thought to be kind of a druid symbol, uh, and they they put it into their um, kind of uh, architecture. And I guess they did that with a lot of other things that were pagan, a lot of pagan imagery to draw non-believers into the church. So hmm. they, of course, uh, as they do turned the green man into a christian symbol so the leaves represent oftentimes coming from the mouth would represent the holy spirit coming out of the mouths of the apostles at pentecost and so you really? see
0: b- birds and branches and yeah so they, they so kind of with it. there's so much of that kind of stuff even the uh the fan birds mm-hmm. had a had the holy spirit meaning like hang them in your house kind of a thing there's always some connotation cool. but yeah no that's fun. cool
1: so, um, before we get too deep into uh, uh, nerd talk, uh, is it about time to get to the featured artist segment?
0: If you want to do featured artists first, we will go certainly do that. Yeah. Oh, but, do we... but I'm not, but I'm oh, not we do going we... to, uh, I'm not going to blow, uh, blow my train whistle because we've learned that that doesn't quite work. So, right, right. We'll yeah. have to think of a new way to introduce the featured artist because a uh, train whistle just blows out the gain in the mics.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, so, hear the, you hear the first two seconds of it, and it goes away. But
0: I'm glad we're doing this because I'm super excited with this one. I uh, very rarely do I buy someone else's stuff. Not yeah. because I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I just like, man, I, where would I put it? What do I do with it? But uh, I've been watching this guy for uh, a couple months and i just had to get what he was offering now he is a uk spoon carver mm-hmm. as a i would i would say it would be his main thing he's a spoon carver mm-hmm. but he started carving dragons and i had to have one and uh, i'll even go so far as to say i wish i had invented this design because i would give up everything and just carve these dragons but alas, there's not mine. But I will show you because I got it in the mail yesterday. And here is my dragon. Oh, that's cool. I'm guessing it's uh, it's probably carved in birch. And it's so fun. So I haven't named him yet. It is the Woodworm UK. Uh, woodworm. Worm spelled W-Y-R-M. And you'll find him on Instagram. But these little dragons. This has got to be one of the coolest designs of anything I've ever seen. And uh, I just love it. And I'm going to have to find a, a good home for this dragon. Yeah. It will be uh, Doug, father of dragons. But, <laughs> He's very anyway, cute. Super cool. Super cute. I love it. I just love it.
1: Well, keep so, talking. I'm going to go grab the art piece for my featured artist really quick here. It's right across the room.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's his, uh, like I said, that's Woodworm UK. And I, I believe his, his main thing is a uh, spoon carving but uh he does some other different types of carving so uh yeah look him up oh here's his name his name's dave dave the woodworm so there you go And i'm glad i'm back on instagram for uh, that reason that uh, i can highlight people i didn't miss that i was yeah. actually when I, when I was off instagram I was, I was thinking like well how am i gonna do the featured artist so mm-hmm. yeah so i'm back on instagram too so what do you got there so
1: this is uh, from a friend of mine, actually a guy that I was next to at an art show last this past year, um, Tyler Voorhees, or Voorhees. Uh, I think it's a Dutch name, so I'm going to ruin it, but oh, you would know. Oh, is it Dutch? I don't know. V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S.
0: I don't know about that.
1: Voorhees? Anyway. It's got to be close. close. Yeah, he does these really cool paintings. See if you can see it, but no, for well, those it, were,
0: describe it well anyway. Yeah, so.
1: so there's a it's a picture of a it's called the milkmaid and it's a, of course a maid milking a cow, in sort of a kind of a plain environment, but not quite a farm environment. It almost looks like I I don't know. It almost, yeah, I guess it could be a farm, but it almost looks like a metal room.
0: He, but he painted the,
1: that's painted. Yeah, so he paints it, and he always includes a. Uh, an element of the modern world in with uh, an element of the uh, of the old world and uh anyway he's got an interesting uh uh you know, artist description and reason for painting but i just like the way his artwork looks and i appreciate mm-hmm. his uh skill so yeah. tyler vorhees a v-o-o-r-e-h-e-e-s art oh. and uh yeah so he'll do a lot of he'll do these cool things where he'll put like uh he'll have like um, a lamp lighter, you know, the old lamp lighters on their big tall bicycles. And then he'd uh, have next to that uh, an electrical line. So if you look at it quickly, it'll, you'll look past the fact that there weren't electrical lines back when the light lamp lighters were around, but. Yeah. I like that. Uh, having a little twist in there. Yeah. It's that's fun. kind of fun. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Great guy. Such a great, sweet dude. So him and his wife is, were, uh, is pleasure. he, is he on uh, Instagram? yeah yeah he is let's see if i can pull it up it's yeah so it's tyler uh as i said v-o-o-r-h-e-e-s vorhees art and uh yeah this is his stuff he also does these kind of like giacometti like elongated figures like so Mm, So pretty cool yeah i like it a lot anywho
0: well is it time is it time? He's reaching behind his back and he's pulling out his There you go. Mailbag. Mail bag. Oh, that was the worst.
1: That was good. Come on,
0: I like that one. All right. All right. So we What's have an abundance of of mail today. So, so much we mail. will skip through and maybe highlight
1: some there, Alec yeah yeah there's a few questions that we've gotten uh, multiple times before and i'll kind of skip over those but uh anyway of course lots of nice folks saying things like uh we miss you and come back and uh alex our favorite and
0: all that good stuff but uh, i can't imagine
1: anyone said that but yeah it's it's crazy i had to delete a lot of them because i felt bad for you so Um, well that was
0: your mother that's right. that was the one your mom sent in
1: (laughs) it's kind of an unnecessary part of that story but uh, anyway, so this is uh, Mike. He says that he's uh, trying super glue and is wondering what. Um, I think he's talking to me because he says, Alex, use super glue on bark. And uh, uh, what, is, what is my approach to using super glue on bark carvings? And that's basically to soak the, the rotten fibers with uh, a thin glue if you have it. Of course, I don't always have it. So I use a thicker glue if necessary. But thin glue penetrates the wood grain and solidifies the, the grain of the wood. And so you can carve on that area that you soaked and then you can spray it with an accelerator of
0: course now if if you are on in part of Alex's school the fundamentals of wood carving you will see the uh super glue in action on uh, buffalo bill oh man i was amazed i like i have never done what you did there like uh i'm for the for the listener Alec went to town with the super glue yeah drenched it like you really drenched it and just mm-hmm. to make that wood solid, so it didn't chip and flake. And when you're all done, you didn't have a clue. You just made that wood tougher and uh, to hold more detail, I guess, and not flake off. Yeah, that's that pretty. Was, cool. I was impressed. Yeah, I was yeah. impressed. That was uh, the way when you went at that. I was like, oh, he's gonna wreck it, but no,
1: it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. So, um, yeah, this is just these are just comments moving past a painting um suggestion for using uh, oil paints thinned with turpentine uh this is from Ingwe. uh so thanks for that Ingwe. um this is Rebecca. Hey, uh, well, yeah well i don't want
0: to talk about it i sure. i don't I, I don't do that oh really I use oil paints i probably it's probably a good idea it's probably a better quality perhaps mm-hmm. but i want everything bang 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 done right and i don't think the old hair dryer Like I do on the water base for the quick dry and move on to the next color. You know, I don't think that works with oil. I know it doesn't work with oil. No. So it's the long slow, it's a slow dry. Yeah. No doubt. No
1: doubt. This is a question from Rob Cox or Acox. Sorry. I really butchered people's names. I apologize. A cox. That's uh that was me not even reading properly. But he says, Alec Doug. Uh, happy new year. Love the show. Look forward to every week. And I come to carving from surprise Alec, not Doug. Wow. Just kidding. He says, uh, it was Doug, <laughs> uh, had a few questions if you don't mind and some comments. Uh, so the first one is how long does cottonwood bark and basswood last? He said he acquired some bark and he noticed that had been sitting around for a while and it was a brittle, uh, and still a joy, but, but brittle. So, um, with regards to power stropping, he asks about if we have any uh, inexpensive alternatives to the really fancy power strap systems. And then he finally asks if we have any tips for finishing cottonwood bark, and if we've tried walnut oil. Um, yeah. So these are his comments.
0: Wow, there's three, three, three questions there, is there? Yeah. So. Well, what, what am about I gonna you? Take? I'll, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the alternative to uh, power strap. Yeah. Hand strop. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I always said, even when i made my power stropping video, I, I kept saying the whole time, you mm-hmm. don't need this. Right. This is nice. You don't need this. Yep. It's only a couple minutes extra and you can strop by hand. Even yeah. with contoured blades, mm-hmm. you can, uh, you know, there's different forms of uh, strops mm-hmm. and you can use the backside. You can make, you can make a, a, a you know, a gouge work. Mm-hmm. even, Either way, like there's there's many different hand straps, very affordable. And uh, that's your alternative, for sure. Because, yeah, what else is there? And like I said, it's just a few minutes. No, no doubt. It's relaxing, even. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, don't, I, I never mind dropping my
1: hand. Mm-hmm. No. And so to his other questions, uh, as far as walnut oil, I haven't used it. Um, not experienced with it. Uh, I like to use Daft Lacquer. I used a brush on lacquer, and uh, with regard to what was his other question, Uh, he was wondering about age of bark. Uh, I've not had any issues. I think if you let bark sit around in in like a dry environment, you're probably going to have more issues with a a drier bark than with one that's been in a consistently, you know, you know, decently humid environment. Nothing, nothing too crazy. You don't want anything uh, above ten percent probably in the bark itself, Uh, but.
0: Most of the bark I carve is pretty dry, so mm-hmm. uh, walnut oil is a uh, to me is a is a very light oil, real mm-hmm. penetrating oil. So it's yeah. probably not something you use as a finish. But if yeah. you don't like the idea of uh, linseed oil, well, you know what I don't like with oils at all is that uh, depending on the type of bark you carve, when you put the oil on, it just mm-hmm. darkens it so quickly. Yeah, like I, I shifted more to a, a wax and a yeah, in but- a matte even a matte spray. just to uh not Mm -hmm. penetrate and bring out that dark i mean depends what you're carving if you want that or not but uh some of the carving gets so rich almost too dark sometimes with just the oils yeah
1: no i agree it soaks in here's another uh, question from ed he was the gentleman i mentioned earlier who got the the uh, amazon folding knife gifted to him and he turns around and asks us if we like to use folding knives for carving what do you think
0: well, I have answered this one before. I have our own a pocket carver. This is by Great Eastern cutlery. It's a beautiful little knife. In fact, it is the their 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 main carving knife that they sell and it has three blades on it and I even sent this knife to Helby Knives and they reground it to be a super whittler.
1: How oh, cool. This is a
0: fantastic little uh, carving knife. And, uh, at the end of the day, can't stand it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not, a, I'm not, a, you know, there's a time and a place. And if you just want to pick up a stick and have at it, go for it. But, uh, yeah. I do not like, like I got, you know, my, I got bigger paws and, uh, I just prefer a fixed blade. Totally. And, and that's, that said, what's the purpose of a pocket knife? Like my pocket knife that I carry like during the course of a day it'll cut all different kinds i'm cutting cardboard i'm cutting tape i'm cutting plastic i'm cut cutting... you don't want that as a pocket knife a sure. nice carver you want that carving knife to just carve wood yep right
1: Absolutely. so i don't
0: uh... and that said when i if i just took a knife just in a little sheath or whatever it's not a big deal Right to, uh, to, to carry a fixed blade, you oh. know, if you get a proper sheath for it or whatever. And uh, to me, see the nice big handle, good yep. purchase on it. And uh, to me, it just feels better. But to each their own, obviously they make uh, carving knives for a reason. And I guess you just have to uh, try it, see if you yep. like it.
1: Yeah. So Nathan writes a nice message to us. Uh, he says, dear Derek and Andrew, He talks about how he came across our podcast and he's been glued to his device ever since he appreciates the content and uh, from our own channels and the carving and coffee podcast. So uh, that being said, he talks about how he connects to his, uh, his grandfather with wood carving. And uh, he asks um, how we maintain our tools. And he says, he's not talking about sharpening. He says uh, uh, that he's finding that his older tools have pitted as uh, I'm guessing he's left them, aside for a while and some have uh, rusted and he said uh, he's used a uh, little steel wool or sandpaper but he's wondering if we ever deal with this issue
0: well i i know what he's talking about but i in this environment in my carving room i really don't do anything it's always when i take them out yeah. or in the field or, or cut something wet you yeah. know another thing like when i was uh, growing up our, our workshop had like just a, a wood stove, so yeah. all the steel would get cold in the winter, and you you build a fire, and then it would heat up, and then they sweat, you know, yeah. and then the tools would sweat, and then they would rust, and that that's that uh, moisture, and yeah, you really have to just kind of take a little rag, a little bit of even that little three-in-one sewing machine oil or whatever, and give it a little wipe, or uh, that will, uh, will keep the uh, the rust at bay, but. Uh, yeah, no doubt. On a daily basis, I do nothing. It's yeah. only when I take them out, or and like we talked about before too, when you uh, when you carve a pumpkin, you better take care of your tools because they'll they'll rust them pretty quick. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Or you could dip them all in mustard and put a nice patina on them. Ooh. Must, mustard mustard will give you a nice patina i'm gonna to have to try that
1: um i have to let you go then because that's uh, i've got plenty of mustard i've got it to... <laughs> what else you got that's it i mean i kind of i kind of ran through uh i got the gist of them a lot of really nice uh messages so we
0: appreciate it yeah for sure that was uh there was a lot of nice comments uh some of you bought us coffee we always appreciate the uh, when you yeah. buy us a coffee and if I can ask one thing of you guys, and uh, I'm sure Alec feels the same way, like we would like this uh, podcast to grow, so don't be afraid to share it. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get a bigger audience going and uh, give it some gusto in the new year. And let's make this thing work. Maybe we ought to think about starting an Instagram
1: page for the Coffee and Carving Show one day.
0: Well, I thought about that, but then well, let's let's discuss live <laughs> yeah yeah live discussion what are you gonna put on it your 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 ugly mug every week like, with, a, with a microphone in front of it i don't know i don't know what what kind of
1: uh yeah photos we could share who knows i guess some of the photos that people send us uh with uh from the email you know there's a lot of carvings that people are sharing this was one from cindy this is a carving that a grandpa gave her when she was so i don't know hey give us a yeah. comment if you want to see that if you don't want to see that then nix it right away because uh
0: we're not gonna be hurt well this is what i'll tell you right off the bat very easy for me to say i have no interest yeah (laughs) but if you want alec to run a (laughs) instagram page yeah i'm telling you the internet i'm not letting it take over my life anymore yeah maybe maybe we should just uh if you want to if see, if you'd a, like the internet to take
1: a little bit more of my life than it already does, please request in the comments below.
0: Yeah. Well, no, it's it's so funny, you know. Like I, I make these videos, and there is, I don't know. I think that the it's just saturated with stuff now. I know it. I, the The effort to put into videos these days and the the payback is so small, like i don't think i have to i'm not really I'm not whining i'm just saying like uh the effort it is to make a video compared to two years ago yeah like less views all around and uh there's just so much competition and, and uh what are you doing <laughs> it's the outro music. Alec, alec wants to play the piano i the piano. What am I saying? The guitar, <laughs> good gravy. Are we done? How do you know, I do want to play the piano. But we're not done.
1: Well, that's why it's fading out slowly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because we have that segment of what you've been watching, what you've been reading, learning. You forgot that part, didn't you? No, I didn't. This was
1: my intro to that. So now oh. what? Now what? <laughs> no, I did
0: forget it. I, I know you did. Yeah, I figured you did. Before we say goodbye, Alec, it's uh, what have you been filling your life with that uh, you want to share with the audience? So just everybody, just sit back and take a moment. Listen to like play us out.
1: Uh, really, it's just been uh. A lot of you know nonsense youtube videos um uh, i've started like i was talking about earlier alluding to i started watching this kid named maverick he's a camper have you seen him you saw maverick do you car oh, camping yeah. and stuff yeah i like watching him and so he's kind of inspired uh me to make a more casual this most recent youtube video will be about fixing a green man and uh it's going to be kind of more casual a little bit more uh all the filler junk that's happening in between, and so I like I like that style of uh, I like I don't know I like vlogs the short vlogs like the yeah uh, who's there Emma Chamberlain those like little uh no you always
0: loved Emma Chamberlain yeah yeah, yeah the
1: ten minute vlogs style thing is it doesn't matter what it is especially if it's far away from what my daily life is I like it
0: yeah yeah and this is it's hard to accept because I always. When I make a video, I want there to be substance. Yeah. And, and I keep saying that. And then as soon as I say that, somebody will email and say, We'd watch you watch paint dry. It's not about what you're doing, it's yep. it's about your personality, which I find ridiculously hard that's, to believe. Phew, man, right. that's a stretch. <laughs> you're right. Your personality, I mean, they said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It'd be like listening to a podcast with two goofballs. <sighs> but yeah maverick if you like maverick i'm going to give you another name to go with that foresty forest Hmm. maverick those are two of my uh actually they they occupy most of my uh my excitement when i in my subscription feed when i get them foresty forest lives in a van and uh i called it he he just put in a little tiny wood stove in his van and uh I just like him he's, he's down in the states now he's a canadian canadian guy he wait what a, how do you spell that is it just forest
1: f-o-r-e-s-t
0: for why oh foresty forest, forest. yeah i see yeah and uh it's just fun it's, it's nice to see a uh, travel maybe i'm living vicariously through him right well it's easier than having to do all that stuff just like the uh the scooter guy that I watched oh, yeah. for two <laughs> weeks travel around the world on his C90. Yeah. But that's fun. Yeah. So, so, so I, what, oh, what have you been boy, up to? What, what have I been listening to? You know, here's, I am, yeah, listening. That's what I'll give you that. When I was carving, we had gloomy days and uh, just kind of in holiday mode. And you know what I did? Hmm. And if I told my 18 year old self what I'm about to tell you, I would probably punch myself in the face. <laughs> but I got this uh tune in radio it's a it's a multi <laughs> it's, it's, it's no it's called tune in radio it's an it's a internet radio okay they have thousands of radio stations and that. anyway long story short I found an ABBA only station oh yeah yeah <laughs> all abba all day do you know and like I said i listening to ABBA when I was a kid, it was so uncool. Yeah. But it's happy music. And it's just when you start carving yourself and you put on some happy music, you, right. your mood changes. Totally. Like, it's just nice to have music and uh, happy music in the on a gloomy day and carving and it does, nothing matters. Yeah. So like I said, I would probably punch my 18 year old self <laughs> in the head for uh, saying that instead of some heavy right. metal, whatever, but uh, no, yeah. nice music. Well so there you for go. me it's
1: for me it's been Gordon Lightfoot too like uh yeah. i just got back into i mean it's perfect like winter indoors carving music and there's nothing better
0: so yeah yeah so. a cold rainy night that's a like gordon no. lightfoot no that's awesome so well thanks uh, for waiting it out for us to come back and uh, i think this was kind of fun to get back at it and get our bearings again and uh, like like always if you have any uh suggestions for topics uh, discussions or uh whatnot and we'll uh take them at email is I can put coffee you on the spot. and carving show at gmail.com
1: say it again coffee and carving show at gmail.com
0: not the coffee and carving show no the yeah that's right all right folks Thanks for listening. I want to say goodbye, but I I know you're going to try and throw in the stupid, take your vitamin crap. Oh, he
1: stole it from me. Take your
0: vitamins (laughs) folks. (laughs) All right. See you guys.
1: Bye-bye.